Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. What's happening, good sir? Welcome back, Joey. Yes. What's that? What, what What are those twinkling things in the background? Could Could it be Oscar time? It's hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> 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 Fuck Hollywood. <laughs> it just so happens that I like some of the movies that they churn out. But you know what? We're it's just they the congratulatory awards. Oh my mm. God! It's award season. It. But you know what? I'm trying to keep a positive attitude this year. And yeah. it's good so far because there's no James Cameron films on the list. <laughs> well, there hasn't been. He hasn't no. made a movie since uh, 2009 with Avatar. Right. now, So so this past Tuesday, tonight's Thursday, yeah. uh, Tuesday they announced the Oscars, they sure nominees, did. and the Razzies, which are gonna, we're going to cover briefly. Yeah, um, which we've never done before. We've never talked about the Razzies, which right. you think is a fucking shoe-in for this show. <laughs> yeah right really um it is but but i mean is that this is the time of year we take a break from making fun of films or talking about bad films and try to talk about what uh this organization considers great cinema uh sometimes yeah uh, to their own detriment but uh and and we'll probably talk about it at a later time but one of so far my favorite film from 2016 wasn't even only Michael Shannon for Best Supporting Actor was nominated for Nocturnal Animals. Which I have to watch because you've been pushing that on me ever since you saw it. It's a great film. I mean, I I think it's going to be this year's Nightcrawler where, I mean, it, it, I might find something else that I think is better, but as of right now, I just, I haven't. 
I really well, haven't. I, I will say right up front that um, this year we have nine best pictures. Or nine which, which is the most. Movies for best picture. Which is the most since 2009. Right. When we had ten. And uh, from the list, when they announced this list Tuesday, I had seen exactly none of them. Me neither. I haven't seen so, any of them. I'm already two in. I'm too deep already. And I got to tell you, so far, I'm feeling very positive. Cool. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of stuff here I have no interest in seeing whatsoever. But, like, just for an example, like, Hacksaw Ridge. I'm not into war films. Right. However, I am. I have a much more positive feeling going into that than I did War Horse. <laughs> there's a lot less clutter on this list of shitty films that are passing as great films. I think there's a lot of good talent for a change. Um, yeah, like I like a small example. I watched the first, or I've seen the first few minutes of Fences uh, in like a special preview kind of thing, and it's I it I'm watching the first few minutes and I'm like, this feels like a stage play, and I did a little homework. It is a stage play, so it's a stage play made into a film, and I really enjoy that. I like that kind of dialogue. I like the way that feels. Like the Hateful Eight is a movie. Mm-hmm but written like a stage play. Well, you know, and you know, that's where you get some of your better dialogue because uh, playwrights, that's all they have to work with, really. That what's on the stage. So you get a lot of your best... I mean, some of your best films, Glengarry, Glenn Ross. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go back, they're based on... I'm oh, pretty Mamet, sure that was based sure. on a play. Mamet. Mamet, yeah. But at a certain point, he just started writing screenplays. So I hope I'm not... No, uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross was a, was a right. stage play first. I just hesitant he had, because I, it was, it, at a certain point he just skipped writing the screenplays. And uh, Yeah, I think it, he started doing that when he did the film. Uh, what was the film with Joe Montana with the, the... House of Games. That's right. I think he went right into screenplays at that point. Right. When he was doing films like that and Spartan and things like, you know... Uh, yeah, Spartan, like that. Spartan was okay. Spartan wasn't bad. I, I, uh, I, I prefer Heist. And um, Spanish Prisoner, if you haven't seen it, excellent. I... Spanish Prisoner. Why is that the sound? Span- That's with Steve Martin in it. You know what? You've been pushing on me uh, for that for years, and I keep forgetting about it. So, mm-hmm. no, I haven't seen it. I need to see it. I don't even think I have it in my collection. I'm gonna have to change that probably tonight. Let me write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna forget. But uh, so we're gonna run down. Not we're not gonna go over every single category. Who gives a fuck about best no. animated short? We're gonna go over the uh, important ones. Yeah, the important ones and the ones that are important to me, like best screenplay, original, adapted. And you know what? Um, I thought Nocturnal Animals was a fucking shoe in for adapted. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was that well written. And you know what? It might have got votes, but I'm not never gonna know. I don't even know if it it got even. Close to, uh, close to being nominated. <laughs> Indiana Jones in this? My lord. But All right, Spanish Prisoner. Writing that down. All right, so they announced the top uh, Best Picture nominees. We, we want to start with them or you want to work our way up? No, let's, let's start let, with them. You want to start with Best Picture? I start think... with Best Picture. What, 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 are, what are we, milking it like they do during the announcements? <laughs> that <laughs> which they did differently this year 
Yeah, and we'll probably spend the most time. We're not going to spend that much time talking about all the categories. But yeah, let's just do best picture first. No one, because no one's tuning in just for that. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they, they were announced two days ago. You know what they are if you're if you care. Yeah, but we're talking about it. That's the get. We're loved. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but um, they did the announcements differently this year. Uh, uh, this year, it was all pre-recorded. Normally, you know, you got a bunch of you know, actors and, and whatnot, and they're waking up at, you know, four in the morning, and they're getting ready, and then they go, ugh, all right, hold on a second. What? No, no, I have to, uh, I have to kill this. Play. There we go. All right. We're back. Um, no, uh, we have, um, th normally they got a bunch of actors, and they announce them, and it's a live endeavor where... You know, it's a crowd of people and reporters and all that stuff. They didn't mm -hmm. do that this year. They didn't do that this year at all. This year, they did the uh, uh, the announcements pre-recorded. They had a bunch of actors say, and the nomination for Best Picture is, and then they would have a pre-recorded of what they were. Right. And uh, it just, it felt to me, it was different. I'm pretty sure I don't like it. I kind of like for even though I don't I'm not a fan of the Oscars anymore I kind of like the live uh, version of it where it just it feels it just it's kind of it feels cooler to me I never watch it anyway I just get the list off the internet so I don't care I always watch it and I think that's why I was kind of bummed out that they did it that way this year about time they automated that shit yeah so do you want to read down the best picture list yeah sure yeah, let me, After you, sir. Let me pull it up. I have it right here. All right. All right. So, best picture. Oh, these motherfuckers. They put it at the bottom. Like, saved it for last. Oh. <laughs> Even on their website. There goes that show prep. Um, I, mine, I have mine printed out and I already have, like, notes on them and shit. So. Oh, do you? Because I'm a professional motherfucker. Professional. Okay. Yeah. So, as far as best pictures go, uh, the the right at the top of the list, because this is in alphabetical order, uh, is the film Arrival. Now, right. that is um, with Amy Adams. Uh, she She's nominated for Best Actress for it as well. The director of that, he is the guy... Shit, he did two other films that were, like, highly applauded. Um, I believe they were also nominated for uh, Best Picture, or at least one of them was. His name is Denis Villeneuve. Oh, he looks like yes. a, he looks like a total hipster, and he's from Quebec, Canada. Uh, anyway, he did uh, Sicario, and he did Prisoners. Right now, Sicario, Prisoners which, is one of those films I never got around to watching. And you know what? I, the, I, that's Sicario and Prisoners. I have not gotten around to watching, and they're both in the IMDb like top one hundred or top fifty. Like, Prisoners is, like, ridiculously high. Uh, let All me right. see. It's, like, 8.1 on 400,000 yeah. votes. When I saw, when I first saw the trailer, I was dying to see it. You know why I haven't seen it yet? Why? Because every time I have time to watch a movie, it's, like, 1030 at night, so now let me find something. Say, oh, shit, two and a half hours? That's not going to do it. <laughs> and that's that keeps happening. Until I find, like, an afternoon where I'm, like, oh, let's, let's watch this. It's not going to happen. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just these these films kill me. It's like it's a lot. Even like like eleven o'clock, I'll squeeze a film before you know late night film. Sure. Uh, no, I I can't I can't do this till one. You know, one thirty. Come on. Yeah, and it's That's stretching um, it. It's uh, it's two and a half hours too. So. That's what I said, didn't I? Actually, I just it, said it was two and a half hours. Man, right? you know what? I totally guessed it at where it was on the list as far as uh, top movies. Two hundred and twenty-nine out of the you know out of IMDb top two hundred and fifty. There are so many movies uh, that are uh, like eight and above in the top two hundred and fifty. It's crazy. There are so many movies that that are rated eight, I believe, uh, that aren't even on the top two hundred and fifty. And, uh, and he also did uh, right the same year he did Prisoners, his enemy, which is another film that I have that I'm dying to watch that I haven't gotten around to. Oh, oh, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a it's a doppelganger type thing, kind of like uh, Dostoevsky's um, The Double, uh, or the whatever. Uh, they did a film called The Double. It's based on that. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So it's in that vein. I think it came out the same year or around the same time. It was like everybody was doing the doppelganger thing. You know, the art house people. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, so I, again, so this is a guy I've been following. I just haven't been watching his shit, but I want to <laughs> watch it. Um, and actually, I did get a chance to watch Arrival. Uh, okay, cool. I, all I'm going to say is, since I don't listen to hype at all, better than I expected. Really. Okay. Right, but I'm not, that's all I'm going to say because we're going to review that soon. So, but I'm, yeah. no, no, we need to get into it next week, I believe. Um, but yeah, <coughs> the the poster for Arrival. I was telling Scott today. I said it, it looks like those jade eggs that Gwyneth Paltrow is telling women to put in their vaginas, and mm. he's like, "Oh, I kind of I missed the memo on that one." <laughs> and I sent you a picture of what I was talking about, and tell me that yes, it does not did. not look like the fucking jade eggs. She's saying that have women put in their vaginas like seriously all right moving on uh we have the film fences correct with, Den with denzel washington who was nominated yes. for best actor uh, again for it it's his fifth nomination and if he wins it'll be his third best actor which would tie him no it would be his second he won best supporting for glory so it would be his second uh win second best actor Daniel Day-Lewis has the most. And, I, and I'm sure by the time he retires or dies, he will have the most statues of anyone. Oh, but, maybe. No, I now, think this so. Is the He's first, already got three. This is the first old Denzel Washington Oscar, or older Denzel. Yeah, where Washington he's not Oscar. in like you know like the eight-pack going and all that. Normally yeah. he like gets in ridiculous shape for his films. Now he's like an older man. He's not doing that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you remember him? In, remember him in Ricochet? <laughs> yeah. Well, but then again, <laughs> just like just like what, a year or two ago, he did um, he did the uh, Equalizer. He was good in that. Like he was in like really good shape and whatnot. Well, I mean, he 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 kind of he, he did well, a I little mean, bit of the wrong. old Steven Seagal thing where he kind of walked. Like there's a lot of action scenes where he's walking. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> But uh, so you can tell, like it's it's getting a little upper. Yeah, I'm not climbing shit. But, uh, <laughs> but he's, he's still, you know, at least he's still doing action films. You right. know, as long as they're a bit darker. Well, yeah, and l like I was saying earlier, that this film is um, it's uh, it's a stage play made into a right. film, based so, on the, the stage play by August Wilson. It looks like August Wilson wrote the screenplay as well. 
Oh, we did. Oh, okay, that's good. Is that not well? We haven't gotten that far yet, but that's um, right. We have not. But like I said, I I, I watched. I saw the first few minutes, and it it is acted like a stage play. And then I found out that that it was, and I and I like that kind of stuff. You know, I I, I like that organic kind of feel to a movie sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. especially when it's done right. Uh, you know, especially so. So, okay, so moving on is uh, Hacksaw Ridge, directed by uh, Mel Gibson, who apparently has been forgiven uh, for all He the- was never... He's always been forgiven. Nobody ever... Come on, really? I don't know, man. I'm, tell- no. I'm telling you, Apocalypto would have been a much bigger success had he not had the controversy uh, no, no. with the whole You're- sugar tits Jew thing. <laughs> no, that the, the controversy did not hurt Apocalypto at all. Sure it did. The fact that that even made money because it has subtitles in it alone, that should have killed the film. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, everyone was yeah. all like hopped up over Passion of the Christ, and there's not a lick well, of that's, English that's, in that. That's a different animal. That that's evangelicals, religious shit. That's a whole different animal. Nobody nobody says their their date. You know what I like to see? A movie about Aztecs, like in subtitles. And shit. Yeah. No. No. Americans don't fucking read. That film shouldn't have made any money. If 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 the the if the viewing audience was gonna bail on him because he called someone sugar tits and he hates the Jews, then first of all, the Jews wouldn't have let him make it because they run Hollywood, and that's not a negative. That's a positive. Well, no. Uh, I I believe he put up his own money for Apocalypto like he did for Passion of the Christ because they wouldn't they wouldn't finance yeah, but, it. Right, but they're still distributing it. They're still willing to give him the outlet to make his money back which he did because the film did well that film would if 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 anything was going to sink that film it would have it's not going to just like nobody stopped seeing tom cruise films because he went crazy and did scientology well, and jumped Sp- up and down Sp- and uh, went on well spielberg went on record uh, as to saying that war of the worlds did not do as well as it should have because he went crazy and jumped on oprah's couch before really? the film opened really Oh really? Spielberg said that. Yeah. Who who made who made that film? Spielberg. Oh, so the guy who made the film is blaming somebody else for its failure? Gee, <laughs> fuck him. You know why that film didn't do well? Because it wasn't that good of a film. I, I I liked it. Yeah. No. No. I didn't say I loved it. I liked it. Yeah, I, I like scenes of it. But let's let's not sugarcoat it. Yeah. Oh, Spielberg's gonna blame Tom Cruise because his film didn't break box office records well what spielberg should be blaming is just the media because they're just whores and they run with anything but it didn't hurt his this fallacy that actors are like punished for what they do no that's not what it is if people like tom cruise they like tom cruise no matter what he does if people like mel gibson they like mel gibson and you know what if he's acting if he's not acting he's just directing they don't they don't see him I want to say that he hasn't directed a film since Apocalypto. I want to say that that's produced. He's 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 still been doing films. He hasn't directed so, since. All right, whatever. But I'm just saying. Basically, what I'm saying it's 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 all bullshit. Let me find out. So, Hacksaw. There it is. Um, I hear it's excellent, though. I again. Now here's the thing. I, like I said, I don't like war films. It's an interesting concept. Um, it's, it's, I think it's interesting selling a film about war, about a guy that won't kill people. Um, it's a very unusual approach. 
Yeah, um, oh, that was the last thing he directed was Apocalypto, 2006, 10 years. He's produced shit, he's acted and stuff. But directing is different animals, so. But, but yeah, but it's still not going to, nobody. He's on, uh. I call bullshit on that, that's all, that's all. Let's see. He's but, uh, making it, a movie now, called is... Berserker. And it's supposed to, the language is Norse. He's making a Viking movie. <laughs> and it's going to be all subtitles. Good. <laughs> Which you know what I, I I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm game for well we 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 are adults so we read subtitles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people I know that don't. Um, they request films on my Plex, but they want the English speaking version. And I tell them I say, listen, if it's a foreign language film, it's going to be foreign language with subtitles. You can go into your Plex and you can turn it off. Yeah. Because you can switch to English and turn the subtitles off. But that's if, not if, how if, I'm going to watch the movie. Yeah. I, you know? Um, it's like Brotherhood so, of the Wolf? Sorry. That's going to be French with English subtitles. You can switch <laughs> to the English track. Now, Hack, Hacksaw Ridge is in English. Yes, it is. Um, so, like I said, I, I have no desire to see this film, but I, I'm... I'm not hesitant. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll be fine. I, I, I would have gone into a theater to see this if I, if I was with a group of people. I wouldn't have pinched a fit. So, okay, sounds interesting. All right. Um, next is Hell or High Water, which is uh, David McKenzie directed, um, which starring Chris Pine and Ben Foster and Jeff Bridges, who's right, nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Which, and we'll be reviewing that after we cover the Oscars this episode. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I'll just say, Jeff Bridges definitely deserves a nomination. Even though I want to say he's pretty much the same guy in Crazy Heart and... Um, oh, fuck. Um, True Grit. True Grit. Even though he was... It's pretty much the same guy. Guy, it's just a slightly different variation, but um, but Jeff Bridges is great. I just love Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah, he's he's a he's a favorite of mine. Yeah, but what what more? This weekend is glazed over because we're gonna be talking about it very shortly. Yeah, uh, moving on is the film Hidden Figures, which is um, John Glenn, uh, his trip to the moon. I believe he landed on the moon, right? Is that what they said? Well, depends on who you ask. Yeah, right. Uh, well, anyway, it's about the three women that... Black women. Behind the scenes. Sure, don't, black. Don't, sure. Don't, do not do not whitewash this, my sir. These are black women, proud black women. Sure. Uh, I never said anything else. Uh, you, you certainly didn't point it out. What do you, what's, what's your, what are you, a racist? I'm getting to that. Okay. Don't call me racist. <laughs> don't ever call me racist uh anyway so the, basically it's how that all of that happened but it they're partly responsible for it behind the scenes didn't know anything about them so the title is right there hidden figures they played a very important role in that and just kind of pushed off to the side because they were black and this is becoming a uh, a mainstay in the Oscars. Is the uh, we have to have at least one film of a historical figure who was uh, who was uh, abused or hidden from history because they were of a minority of some sort. We had the uh, imitation game. Uh, 
Emmett, thank you. The imitation game uh, beforehand. Uh, now we have this. Mm -hmm. There's more. I just can't think of it. Yeah, there's more, but I, I don't care. So it's... Uh... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. And from what I understand, I've talked to two people, two completely different people that have seen this and thought it was absolutely fantastic. Now, I don't... Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm really, sure it's decent. I don't really buy into that so much, but the only thing I can say is that these people that told me that they love the film don't normally like movies especially ones that i find to be excellent like uh -huh. if i gave them a recommendation they'd come back and tell me that they thought it was awful and i just like are you kidding me so the fact that they came to me with this and they said oh this was a great movie now i'm like more interested than anything but yeah it, but just it, like it, apollo apollo 13, apollo 13 was a great film or um but it, it, it could be... Well, you know, it was funny. When Avatar came out, I had, my son hadn't been born yet, so my wife and I, we would go out on... You know, go out to dinner way more often than we get to do now. Uh, but we went out to dinner. Nice, fancy restaurant. Expensive restaurant in a, you know, hoity-toity town. And one table over, I just hear this group of, like, middle-aged uh, people talking about how Avatar just blew them away and that yeah, it was I... incredible and that you you have to see this it, it's 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 a spectacle and i'm just like oh boy <laughs> i'm like oh boy yeah yeah I mean, so when someone fact... tells me that oh this movie you got to see it it's absolutely amazing it makes me want to see it but for the wrong reasons yeah i it makes me not want to see it yeah, so I, I'm but, uh, sure I'm sure it's a, it's like last year and the year before, uh, you know, when we review these films, we acknowledge that they're well-made movies, even though right. we don't per se maybe like the film, like, Brid like Bridge of Spies. Exactly, we acknowledge yeah. that it's a well-made movie. The performances this is also part were of that well whole done. Geek chic things. Oh, because you know, tw ten years ago you said, yeah, want to go see that that film about mathematicians at NASA. Yeah, <laughs> someone would have thrown a mug at you. I, you know, no. All right, so moving but, on. But, but now, now everybody wants to see, sure, fifties mathematicians because it's cool to be geek a geek now. Yeah, fuck you. When we were growing up, we got fucking just tortured for it. So I mean, oh, you read comics? You're an asshole. You know, yeah, you're a dick. Go fuck yourself. Now it's like, oh, these movies make a billion dollars each. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Any, moving on. anyway mo let's fucking move on for real <laughs> <laughs> uh la la land yeah which is directed by um daniel uh, damien chazelle yeah who d wrote and directed whiplash which was one of my favorite films of i believe that was 2013 or 2014 and um, he also did um 10 cloverfield lane which i liked i really liked that too and Grand Piano, which I haven't seen, but I've been told it's a very good film. By people I, I trust, that's I, when they said oh, that. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one either. Um, but yeah, uh, this is a... It's an that's all a Tobey Maguire film. Oh, really? I mean, sorry. Eli no, no. Elijah Wood. Sorry. I always get the two mixed up. So It's it Spider-Man, not The Hobbit. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> um, but um, 
well, he did he direct Ten Cloverfield, or he just wrote it? Uh, which is he, still, I'm sorry, he wrote that. He wrote that. Which sorry, is still, sorry. which is still good. I mean, yeah, you know, it's pretty yeah, good. No, everything I just listed, he wrote. I, I I tend to focus on the writing instead of the directing. So this is only his second directed film. Yeah, Whiplash and now La La Land, mm-hmm. and it just seems like he he can do no wrong. I mean, this is an all out musical, all out oh, musical. So and I, because I, I I love musicals. Well, the whole thing with the with Hollywood and and the Oscars and it's congratulatory, you know, all that bullshit, yeah. you know, patting each other on the back, telling each other how great they are. They lost a lot of fucking people in 2016. A lot of people. And so for Hollywood, and I've been calling this for a few months, uh, or ever since I saw the trailer for La La Land, which I think I saw in like September or August. Anyway, I've been calling this as the best picture. I'm like, they're totally, It's one, it's a musical, and two, Hollywood feels sorry for itself. Yeah, they're going to nominate all these other films, and some of them are depressing and, and whatnot, but they want something happy. And this is the only film that fits the bill. Uh, this is the only movie in this list that I guarantee you is going to be loved by all. You, a, you know, I'm a Ryan Gosling fan. It's got 14 he is, nominations. He, I don't care how many nominations. So did Titanic. I don't want to... Yeah, um, well, and we all saw what happened there. Right. <laughs> I'm a I'm a, a very big Ryan Gosling fan. I think he's more than proven himself to be a, oh, an yeah. excellent actor. I like him and too. to have an and to have excellent um taste when it comes to the kind of films he chooses to be in. Uh I he's he's somebody that obviously uh thinks of acting as more than just a, mon- a meal ticket. Right. Uh and he just the films he's been involved with over the past 5 10 years, uh you know, ignoring the, fl- the fluffy ones, he said it's really outstanding stuff. You know who else is like that too? Exactly like that? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he, he, sure. He just he knows how to pick a fucking movie. But 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 Gosling's also like a uh, a teen beat heartthrob. Well, so is Gyllenhaal, and, but yeah. Yeah, don't 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 compare the two. Don't do that. Did you ever um, see Prince of Persia? Yeah, yeah. I still. No. I mean. The dude had no. like a six pack going on. Great. That that that's not where no. That's not where he started. No. Don't, don't do that. Um but even I still don't want to see this. I no, really I, don't. I, I don't. This is either. probably the one film on this list that I am gonna be watching begrudgingly. <laughs> even the Na- even like the NASA flick, I'm like, all right, whatever. This this shouldn't be too bad. La La Land, oh Yeah. Uh, even the name. Mare is, is, she's totally just, let's go see it, let's go see it, let's go see it. I'm like, all right, it's nominated, we can go see it. <laughs> uh, the title alone. <sighs> yeah, La La Land. I mean, it takes place I, in L.A., so La La, L.A., Yeah, yeah, LA, no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you I got, got that. It, you got it. <laughs> I think I'll so just go watch Whiplash again. Yeah, right? The the only thing giving me any kind of hope is that I really like the director's writing. So yeah. let's see, you know. Well, but hey, even I actually even the, put on the last fifteen minutes of Whiplash the other day, Tuesday, and I watched that whole end sequence, which was fucking brilliant. 
I have to still have to, get, so I still have to get Holly to watch Whiplash because I think she'll love it. It's a great movie. So good. That whole I end just, of the film is so fucking good. Just but the whole film. I just the whole uh, film yeah. is great. But I, I was like, you know what? I want to watch that ending. That's one of those few films that's nominated for an Oscar, and I'm like, yeah, that that fucking is an Oscar film. Yep. And that's my hope for this year is that finally we'll get some Oscar films that you watch. And go, yeah, I can see that being a historic Oscar film a great picture and not just oh here's the shit this year that exactly and jk we, simmons we like there was i don't think there was a vote for anyone else for best supporting actor that year when he when he was in whiplash if there was a vote for anyone else for best supporting i'd be surprised ah yeah, yeah no. it, it had to be unanimous because he was it's that just... fucking good in it mm -hmm. so what's next all right next is lion Right. Which, um, I, it's about a kid, an Indian kid who. It's a, it's a sequel to Slumdog Millionaire, right? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's got the same actor in it. Oh, it, oh, it does. That's, yeah. I, I, I didn't notice. Anyway. 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 <laughs> uh, so, okay, it's a five year old boy uh, who gets lost in the streets of Calcutta. Uh, he survives many challenges before being adopted by a couple in Australia, which is Nicole Kidman. 25 years later, he sets out to find his lost family. So it's supposed to be very emotional. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. It, it's basically... I hate, it, to, I, I hate to sound like a dick. What? I, I just really have no... It's just, you know, I, as I get older, it's like, yeah, you got lost in Calcutta. You, you, you were adopted. Yeah, you didn't die. Shut the fuck up. Just, <laughs> yeah, and you like were this, you were adopted by like just, a great family. Like when we review Arrival, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to tell you my impression of the first ten minutes of the film as I was watching it because I look back, it's like what a bitter fuck. <laughs> it's like lighten the fuck up. It's like nah, this is shit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, is it, what is that Indian film where where the, the Indian kids on a boat the whole movie? It's like. Uh, the Life of Pi. Life of Pi. It's like this is like Life of Pi, <laughs> except well, this is this is adapted from a novel too. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, called a, a Long Way Home by Luke mm -hmm. Davies. So, uh, directed by Garth Davis, who uh, well, he's Australian, so I guess it was probably something that he grew up reading, uh, or I don't know. As far as the director goes. He's done nothing but TV and a documentary up until this. This is his first film, right? And this is and the the book is uh, like an autobiography. This actually happened to the writer. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, never yeah. mind then. And yeah, you know, yes, he is Australian. You know, technically because they adopted him and all. Yeah, you know. so yeah, it's, it's this again. This is this is your uh, bio biopic. Of, of the one of your biopics for Oscars, Oscars are always a shoe in for biopics. So does he talk Although like this... Crocodile Dundee? Does he they <laughs> say things like cricket? <laughs> yeah, they go in the outback, go tangle with. <laughs> the... If he was if he was actually adopted by Crocodile Dundee, <laughs> if Paul drag Paul Hogan out of retirement, go boxeroo. But instead of raising him in Australia, they end up moving to New York City. <laughs> That's not a knife. 
right. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee for the life of Pi. <laughs> that was a lion? What? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Manchester by the Sea. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called is... Manchester by the Sea. There's, there's crocodiles in there. Do, you'll do that, but you won't do Taylor Kitsch for me anymore. <laughs> it's got the moment's got to be right. See, the the moment to do a shitty Australian accent was right. It presented itself. Just I'm not like a little. I'm not like a trained monkey. It's like where you say go and I just do it. That's not what I heard. Um, <laughs> so, Manchester by the Sea is another film about a kid, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know anything about it other than, f from what I've heard, it's depressing as fuck. Yeah, um, well, it, it, as we discussed before, this is one of those films where uh, Casey Affleck, uh, they have to make sure that on the poster he looks like he's cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, have you heard about the um, the whole sex scandal with him since he got nominated for Best Actor? And that what? No. It, if he doesn't win Best Actor, they're saying it's because of this scandal? What's the scandal? Oh, all right, I'm gonna find it so I don't, um, I you know, fuck it up. Ah, here okay. We go. Uh, while you're looking that up, uh, Manchester by the Sea is an uncle is asked to take care of his teenage nephew after the boy's father dies. Ah. So I guess it's just one of those. Yeah, I don't know anything about kids. I know stuff about kids now. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm guessing I don't I haven't even seen the trailer I know nothing about the film it's gonna be I'm gonna be going in blind when I see this yeah I'm totally going in blind totally going in blind um all right so all right they're doing this whole okay here we go in December 2008 Amanda White agreed to serve as a producer on an untitled documentary headed by Affleck and Flemmy Productions which ultimately became I am still here or I'm still here. She had a decade-long history of working with Affleck. Over the course of filming, White alleged in the complaint that she was repeatedly harassed. On one occasion she claimed that Affleck ordered a crew member to take off his pants and show his penis even after she vehemently objected. She claimed that Affleck repeatedly referred to women as cows and recounted his sexual exploits with reckless abandon. In her complaint, White recalled Affleck asking her, isn't it about time you get pregnant, once he learned her age and suggested that she had a male crew member reproduce. Uh, her, her accusations go on, ranging from incredibly unprofessional behavior to actual physical intimidation. She described an instance where she was preventing or prevented from returning to her bedroom during shooting because Affleck and Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, had locked themselves in a room with two women where they had sex with them. Affleck was married with two children to Phoenix's sister, Summer, at the time, though the couple completely recently split. She also alleged that Affleck attempted to manipulate her into sharing a hotel room with him. She insisted... Uh, he grabbed her threateningly, threatened, uh, forget it, and harshly, harshly uh, and attempted to scare her into submission. Affleck then alleged, allegedly proceeded to send White abusive text messages calling her profound names. Uh, profane. Oh, profane names for refusing yeah, to stay I, with I, him, not I, profound. I don't think he was calling her profound yeah, names. Yeah, I think that, that, that would that be was a, a, an unusual thing. Yes, uh, and possibly complimentary. <laughs> 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 Sorry, profane. Uh, White filed a $2 million lawsuit against Affleck in Los Angeles Superior Court on July 23, 2010. Uh, apparently, 
apparently also uh he was accused of date raping uh, a girl back in like in his college days or in his younger days uh they were both drunk and they had sex and she accused him of raping her and that uh, was settled out of court who, so who's it's the president it's, of the united states now donald trump yeah i don't think there's a problem there <laughs> uh but people voting might have a problem with it uh, so now, can, can i just say briefly uh the the writer director kenneth lonergan 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 um looking at the stuff he's done before this uh not the kind of thing that i'm into uh scream he he wrote the screenplay for analyze this and analyze that automatically i'm out what did he write i just he wrote the screenplay for analyze this and oh. analyze that <laughs> oh no i'm sorry he did analyze that is based on the characters he wrote and analyze this right, let's let's not be smirched the man okay he also wrote the screenplay for the adventures of rocky and bullwinkle oh boy yeah so you know what he's i, I could see that just that that being done for money you know i guess Again, and, and now he gets I, I like, to do the stuff that he really wants to do Again, Casey Affleck, huge fan. It's like, what's his face? Uh, the guy that directed 30 Days a Night. Great fucking vampire flick. And then he goes and he does a Twilight movie. It's like, he doesn't want to do a Twilight movie. He wants to make a lot of fucking money making a I, Twilight movie. It's a no... I, it's it's a, it's, it's a no-brainer. I, I, you're, you are correct. And again, Casey Affleck... David I, I don't Slade. mind seeing the film because I know Casey Affleck said it. Yeah. And if I'm lucky, maybe he'll rape somebody during the film. Sure. You know. It, it, you know, it, it'll spice things up. Well, as long was, as he looks cold when he's doing it. There's another accusation. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, says on the assumption that Affleck's behavior wouldn't or couldn't get worse. Gorka, who's Gorka? Some woman. That's that. That's that uh, killer whale. Gorka. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, they do, oh Mag Magdalena Gorka. Magdalena. Uh, Magdalena Mag Gorka. Mag she's the director Mag of photography for that uh -huh. uh for that documentary uh -huh. so it says on the assumption that affleck's behavior wouldn't or couldn't get worse gorka said she stuck with the project and traveled with other crew members to new york for shooting in mid-december of 2008 at the time gorka was the only woman actively working on the film in lieu of play, uh, paying for a hotel she said affleck and phoenix decided to have the crew stay overnight at their apartment after a long shoot she claimed phoenix offered to sleep in the living room and give gorka his private bedroom According to Gorka's complaint, she awoke in the middle of the night to find Affleck lying in bed next to her. She alleges that the actor was curled up next to her in the bed wearing only his underwear and a t-shirt. He had his arm around her, was caressing her back, his face was, was within inches of hers, and his breath reeked of alcohol. Unaware of how long Affleck had been there or whether or not he had touched her while she slept, Gorka said she was shocked and repulsed. When she ordered Affleck out of the bed, he allegedly responded, Why? <laughs> hey, that's a fair question. When you're a star, they let you do it. You know why? Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. She filed a two and two and a quarter million dollar lawsuit against Affleck in L.A. one week after White. Uh, hmm. White also claimed that Affleck retaliated against her complaints after White objected to Affleck's behavior. She said he failed to pay her. Agree. Uh, he. She said he failed to pay her agreed-upon producer's fee. That's written wrong. 
Uh, according to White, he also failed to pay her for a living wage. So, living wage? <laughs> you're doing. You're, I'm you're assuming low budget films. She was making uh, uh, scale. Yeah. So, or I should say, maybe he decided not to even pay her scale. Okay, I'm about to say, if if the, if you can sue someone for not paying you a living wage, holy shit, McDonald's is in some serious trouble. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Okay, but moving on. It says, as glowing, <laughs> as glowing write-ups of Manchester by the Sea continue to roll in, Casey Affleck's allegations merit one more than an asterisk. Coverage of these types of cases often seem to operate according to an invisible scale. Okay, so yeah. he's he's got some, some issues there. No one cares. And it may they're be, they're mean, saying if he doesn't win because they're saying he's absolutely hands down the gives the best performance of the here, nominated here's, films. Here's what I'll say: as far as movie going, ticket like ticket wise, I don't think that would hurt him at all. As far as insiders voting for him, that could hurt him. Oh, I can, that, that's I, I, what that I'm getting I'll at. Agree with. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. because he's voted on by his peers. So. Right. Yeah, if he doesn't win, they're saying it's absolutely because of the scandal, which broke. Which broke only. I mean, there was rumblings about it in the past, but it did not. And of course, the media—they're whores. Um, it was not brought to light in such a big way until Manchester by the Sea was rumored to have him nominated for Best Actor because they say his performance is that good. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this until Manchester by the Sea started getting, um, well, uh, you noticed. Yeah. So I'm just saying. All right. No. So so last on the list for best picture is a film called Moonlight. Moonlight. Which uh, last year there were no black cinema, uh, black films at all. This year there's three. And this film, again, and four minority films. Count Lion in there. As sure. a minority film. Sure, absolutely. Uh, timeless story of a human self-discovery and connection. Moonlight chronicles the life of a young black man from childhood to adulthood as he struggles oh. to find his place in the world while growing up in a rough neighborhood of Miami. Oh, it's boyhood all over again. No! Uh, kind of, but yes. Um, I kind of feel... I haven't seen this yet, but I kind of feel this is just one of those films nominated because they felt that they had to. You I'm sure what? I'll have seen better films than this. Uh, that's fine. You know what? I, again, this is one of the reasons they they padded it from five to ten, so they have the, the ability to maneuver around. It's like, oh wait, Avatar was like the biggest grossing film in history. All right, we got to throw it in there. Right. Uh, Avatar didn't deserve to fucking get it, so I'm not going to be. be I'm just happy either. that they yeah. the District Nine got in there too. Exactly, and you that know? I thought was a good film. I thought so. that was a very good film. Probably, yeah, but I don't think I have to look at the list of that year. But doubtful that that would have been one of the five. I said then. I said that and Avatar wouldn't have made it, but they had to make room for Avatar. It was a big. Th- they have. They need the wiggle room to to get to get shit in there or to get good stuff in there on top of the shit. Either way. Yeah. Uh. I. But again, like I said, I have a real good feeling. Like, like what you're saying is like, oh, if it was five Oscars, Moonlight wouldn't be in there. I. I don't think any of these films looks particularly bad. Percent. No, no, definitely we're not, not. We're not looking at a blind side here. No. Uh, okay, so we're just going to blow right through the actor, actress, supporting actor, actress, because yeah. something we talked about a few days ago, uh, or when the nominations hit, a lot of these movies 
are nominated in the same categories. Yeah. A, it's yeah. it this is going to be a real easy year to like you if you watch the best pictures, you're pretty much covering almost all the categories. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy. Uh how many films the best picture uh films are covered in all these other categories. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen it this tight as far as, yeah, if you watch these best pictures, you're good. Grab a ballot, and you you could really, f oh, okay, I saw all of those. I saw all of these performances. Oh. I can figure this out. No matter how good you feel about it, don't do a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> I told Scott that we should this year um, just bring the bottle out and smell it. No. Start a tradition of no. smelling the Don't bottle. Talk. Don't even mention it. <laughs> I'm going to bring uh, it over and I'm going to smell it. If you want to do it, you can. Lead if you actor. don't, then I'm going to leave it right here. I'm talking over you now. Lead actor. <laughs> uh, uh, best actor in a leading role. You have Casey Affleck for Manchester in the Sea. Or By mm -hmm. the Sea. Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, which they said could, he could have gone either way for best actor. He could have uh -huh. gone for Hacksaw Ridge or Martin Scorsese's Scorsese's uh, Silence, because he's in both. Okay. They said his performance in both was fantastic. Uh, Ryan Gosling in La La Land, which he came out and he said that was the best and most fun he has ever had making a film in his career. I don't care. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Denzel Washington for Fences. Mm -hmm. And out of left field, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, which I haven't seen yet. I, ha I have it. Now, um, in preparation for the Oscars, I'm trying to watch as many as possible. I, I saved myself a lot of hassle this year and gave my fiance uh, the, the full list and said, listen, just put an H next to anything you're interested in watching. Maybe there I'll are very Mare few H's on my list. Uh, maybe I'll have Mare do the same thing and have her put an M. Because that way I know what she wants to watch with me, so I just everything else I'll just breeze through it on my own and then save the other ones for, like, you know, movie night. Sure. But uh, Viggo Mortensen's Captain Fantastic is one of the ones she put uh, her initial next to. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, likes, probably because it's, it's Viggo. She probably likes Viggo. It, it's Viggo. That's the only okay. reason. So, I don't think she knows what the film's about. She <clears> just saw it was Viggo. Yeah. I think that's another <laughs> kind of, not depressing, but it's kind of like a heartfelt, you know, thing going on there. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it looks downbeat. Actor in a supporting role. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but Mayor Shala Ali for Moonlight. Mashallah. 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 Probably Mashallah. Yeah, okay. I'll I'm, buy it. I'm I'll guessing. buy it. No, I'll buy it. I like it. Uh, Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, who I watched uh -huh. I watched Hell or High Water. That, we'll okay. talk about it in, like, uh, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel for Lion. And Michael Shannon in Nocturnal Animals. If I had my way, because I haven't seen any of their films yet, <laughs> other than Jeff Bridges and Hell or High Water, I'd give it to Michael Shannon. But again, I got three other films to watch. And I like Michael Shannon. I so. really like Michael Shannon. Yeah. Uh, actress in a leading role. You have uh, Isabel Hubert, or Huppert, for L. Ruth Nega, for Loving. She's also in Preacher. Oh she, yeah, she yeah. plays. Um, why? Why am I blanking? Uh, Tulip. Tulip. Thank you. Um, Natalie Portman and Jackie. Mm -hmm. Which again, that's just okay. That uh, one also has an initial next to it. That I'll be watching that with the little lady. Yeah, I. 
all of the films, because I'm watching all the best pictures, obviously, because we're reviewing them, but I want to, because if you watch the best pictures, you get like 90% of the other categories. They just fill in holes. I just want to, yeah, exactly. I want to see Jackie because then I'll have seen every best actress category. And right. uh, L, I want to watch that too. Um, Emma Stone in La La Land and Meryl Streep in Florence Foster Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep could be going for her third best actress with that one. But I think yeah. they're, they're calling Emma Stone kind of the shoe-in. Mm-hmm. Actress in a supporting role. Viola Davis for Fences. Naomi Harris for Moonlight. Uh, Nicole Kidman for Lion. Oh, sure, to give it to the white woman. Octavia Spencer. Well, there's three black women nominated in this category. So the odds are completely in their favor but but the, <clears throat> the film indian guy they gave it to the white woman okay yeah i see what's going on here uh-huh octavia spencer who i always just for her refer to uh refer her as lobster woman in uh oh yeah uh, <laughs> uh what was the name of that movie dinner for schmucks uh, dinner for schmucks yeah lobster woman winning oscars now <laughs> Uh, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, Lobster Woman, and Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Right. Uh, animated feature film. Only because I've seen, like, three of these. Because I have children. <sighs> uh, Kubo and the Two Strings, which was excellent. I way. saw some of it. Moana, which was, eh. Uh, My Life is a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. Here's what's depressing. When I was first going through the list of uh, Oscar nominations, yeah. the first film I hit that I'd seen was Zootopia. Oh. I was like, this really can't be... No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Burning through all of this, like, Zootopia. <clears throat> oh, I can check one off. Tink. So here's one for you. Cinematography, like I said, you watch the best pictures, you see this category, and it's Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. Right. And Scorsese might actually walk away with that because the cinematography in that is ridiculous. Um, you know, it's Japan and the landscapes and just the, the just the sets and just the design of not the design, but where he decides to put his camera fucking nails it. So he might walk away with that. See, movies like Arrival, where when they do cinematography, it's like you know what, ninety percent of that's computer generated. I don't consider that cinematography. I just, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, Avatar, nominated for Best Cinematography. It's like, are you fucking kidding? The whole movie's behind a green screen. Yeah, I, I, we, we've had this debate, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now, maybe La La Land gets it because of the, choreogra- uh, the choreographed sequences and moving from scene to scene. Maybe that gets it. Might get et- film editing before it gets that, though. Um, directing. Arrival. Dennis Hold Villa- on, did you, did you skip costume design? Yeah, I didn't think we were going to do that. Good. That's oh. all I wanted, I just wanted to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Directing. Uh, Arrival, Dennis Villeneuve. Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. Damien Chazelle for La La Land. Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea. And Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Again. Usually when you look at the five for directing, you can almost get a sense of what the, if it was still five, uh, still five picks, what the movies would be. Right. Which, Hacksaw Ridge surprises me. 
Well, I haven't seen it yet, so who knows? Um, documentary, which I already know what's going to win. Although, it... it <laughs> don't, say, don't say it. <clears throat> It'd be funny if OJ made an America made an America one because it'd be like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's not what we wanted. <laughs> Black gold. <laughs> uh, Fire at Sea. I am not your Negro. Life animated. OJ made in America, which I actually hear is a ridiculously good documentary. It's like seven hours long. <laughs> um, and thirteenth. Now I was saying to myself. I, I was saying, Joey. I was like, self, uh, making a murderer. It's like, was that nominated in 2015? And it wasn't because it just came out on Netflix. Well, and also, it's not a movie. That's documentary. It's it's a TV. It's a series, though. It's not. A, it's no. That it's doesn't a, count. Does it's it? a documentary. Yeah. It's a. It's a. No ten documentary part. feature. This is this is best films. Documentary Docu feature. It's a documentary. Feature. Yeah. It's, it's not a. It's not a feature if it's an episodic series well feature isn't isn't oj film. made in america seven and a half hours they didn't show that in one shot that was chopped up in the chunks just like making I, a murderer was if if that is what it is then it shouldn't be nominated because that's not a feature it's a seven, um, this is a seven and a half hour oh, jesus christ i don't know how anyone could sit through that i could do that in like three or four sittings but not not in one that's fucking crazy <clears throat> so anyway uh documentary short subject Extremists, four point. We totally guessed these, by the way, when when they come up. Although I can watch OJ Made in America, that's that's one that's available. There's just no way I'm gonna have time to see it. There's no way I'm gonna find seven hours. No, but, yeah, this is a feature film. This is a seven and a half hour film. Oh God, it's it's, it's not again. Yeah, the making of a, making a murderer, whatever it was. That that was a. That was a, a series. It was a mini series, yeah, totally different thing. That's why it wouldn't be nominated. Well, that and it's on Netflix. It has to be released theatrically in order for it to get nominated. Well, that um, too. <clears throat> uh, Extremist, four point one miles. Joe's violin. I vote for that. It's got my name in it. Watani, my homeland, and the White Helmets. <laughs> Film editing. Again, you watch the best pictures. You. You got uh, it. You know, skip editing. Skip editing. You okay. know why? Why? Because I have no idea how they judge it. Because it's not like the editing's bad in any of these films. Skip that. True. Skip that. Skip foreign. Skip um, makeup. S skip score and song. Who gives a fuck? Uh, uh, yeah, no. Let's go right to... Right, uh, let's, skip let's, sound. Yeah, we don't need, mixing, we don't need any of the... Fucking thing, as far we as don't need any of the technical stuff. Let's go right to writing adapted and writing original. Yes, and then please. we can end the show, because we keep these short, because we review right. all the best pictures. As we get into our, uh, as we end our first hour. Yeah. So the adapted screenplay, uh, mm -hmm. our arrival, by Eric Heiserer. Based on a short story. Okay. Or a novella, if you will. Novella. Okay. It, it was funny. Scott and I got into not an argument, but just like a healthy talk about. It was a slap fight. Yeah. It's like what what constitutes. Like, Steven Spielberg's novellas are like 200 pages. It's like, there are some novels that are not much, you know, longer or shorter than the, that. The, the, the technical cutoff is around, I believe, 130, 140 word, uh, pages. Yeah. 
uh, anything under like that 120 even is it's, it's somewhere in that hundred and something. Okay. Anything under that is considered a short story or a novella, if you will. Um, I don't know what the cutoff is between short story and novella, but that's what this difference is between a novella and a novel is like that paperback size. Got it. Because like the Green Mile, I think was like 220 pages or some shit like that, and it's considered they, a novella. It was released in like sh- in like little books though. Yeah. It was but serialized. It's, it's all still the same story. No, no, I, no. I, I'm just saying it was. It, it's still, this, yeah. Yeah, and when I'm the movie saying, came I'm out, not it, it, doesn't, I'm not saying it should <clears throat> count as a novel. I'm just saying it was. It wasn't really. Oh no, no. I, I think it is a novella, but I think it's right on the border. But anyway, no, no, it's not because it was. It was released as novellas separately and then combined as one novel. Okay. Shawshank anyway. Redemption is the same way. Uh, Rita Hayworth that was and the a short Shawshank story. Redemption. That was a short story. Wasn't that almost a couple hundred pages too? No, that was a short story. Okay. All right. So moving on is uh, whatever. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> too late. <laughs> like I like I like I have the fucking patience for it. <laughs> if I want to go argue with someone, I can go upstairs and argue with my children, and and, 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 and I can get I can get the same results. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? You'll you'll be wrong then too. <laughs> okay. Um... Fences, screenplay by August Wilson, uh, based on a stage play. Hidden Figures, screenplay by Allison Schroeder, yeah, Schroeder, and Theodore Melfi. Lion, screenplay by Luke Davies. Oh, wait a minute. Did Luke Davies write the book, too? He might have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought I saw his name... Yeah, Luke Davies wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's Saru Brearley wrote the book. Okay, fine. Correct. Have they done anything? No. Oh, they just interviewed him on 60 Minutes. That's the only thing he has. Fine. Uh, and then, finally, is Moonlight by Barry Jenkins, a story by Terrell Alvin McCraney. How do you feel about that category? These are your categories, so. Um, uh, so far, I mean, it's, it's going to be the hard part with adapted adapted screenplay is. I personally feel it, it, it helps if you've actually read the source material. Okay. I doubt I'll be able to read all the source material. Uh, Arrival, I, I might be able to get to, but um, that that's part of the trouble. Like judging it from our standpoint, is that you have to really like at least take a look at the written work and see how it was adapted. Okay. That's my feeling. I'm going uh, fences. If I have to go, I'm going fences or moonlight, and I haven't made a decision on which one I'm picking yet. I'll probably pick it that night. Have you seen any of them? I haven't seen any of these yet. Then what? How are you? Oh, I'm just going with a gut feeling that that's how they're going to go, oh. not not what I feel deserves it. Uh, original screenplay: Hell or High Water by Taylor Taylor Sheridan. Mm-hmm. La La Land by Damien Chazelle. Mm-hmm. The Lobster, which I haven't seen yet, I, I, I've been meaning to. I just—it's it's on my list. But it's I love the fact that this like movie out of nowhere wins or wins uh, gets nominated. Yeah, uh, written by Yorgos Lathamos and Ephimethus Philippou. Philippou. Close enough. Close enough. Manchester by the Sea, written by Kenneth Lonergan. Twentieth-century women which I have no idea what that even is about, uh, Mike Mills. 
What is 20th century women? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, is that even... Uh, can I even see that anywhere? Or I, is it I out on... Know. Is it like in this weird... Uh, it's the story of three women who explore love and freedom in South Carol California during the late 1970s. Oh, Jesus God. So, Mayor's going to make me watch this. Sounds cool. Is it rated R? It's rated R. Maybe I can see some boobage. Hmm. Mike Miller, writer, director. Mike Mills. Same thing. It's not. Uh, yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's really not. I'm not familiar with any of his stuff. Uh, I, I've heard of Thumbsucker, never watched it. So. Huh. Did a film called Beginners. Not familiar with it. Young man is rocked by two announcements from his elderly father that he has terminal cancer and that he has a young male lover. Okay. All right. Oh, Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor, I, I Christopher hear... Plummer. Uh, Christopher yeah, Plummer. Plummer. Plummer, man, not Plummer. I need a glass of fucking water. I'm so fucking parched. You need a glass of wine, sir. <clears throat> I probably should. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to drink more during these shows. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> problem is, I gotta go to bed. How is that a problem? <sighs> it, it's. Uh, I can't go to bed with with a stomach full of alcohol. It, what? What? Anyway, so, so, uh, th so th those are the nominations. Now, real quick, I just want to touch base on the Razzies quickly. Oh, God, we haven't done that yet. Uh, we're going to go so long tonight. No, 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 no. We're not going to go long. It's going to be very brief. I'm not going to go over all the categories and stuff. It's, it's not as extensive. All you right. know, they, don't have a, they don't have best sound editing. <laughs> this, editing. I get, you're right. Uh, let me pull up the list so I can see what you're saying. Okay. So I this is the 2016 right Razzies? Uh, 2017 Razzies for the year 2016. Uh, it's the 37th annual Golden Raspberry Awards. Um, I got to start this off by saying r right up front, I am becoming increasingly annoyed with this generation of film goers that don't seem to understand the difference between a film being bad right. and a film being something they didn't like. Gotcha. Now, on this show, we've always said you can like it doesn't make it a good film. At Whole Foods Market, the door swings both ways. That's Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. And I, I got to tell you, the fact that Batman versus Superman and, uh, and, um, and Suicide Squad. Oh, right. Are being like dragged through the whole, oh, these are the worst films ever. That, uh, Batman versus Superman is on almost every cat, in like almost every category of this fucking list. Now, as far as worst picture goes, Suicide Squad isn't in that list. No, it's it's up later. I, I don't know I just, how. It, it, I mean, if it, they they shit on that so bad, I mean, you'd think they might pull out something like yeah. Gods of Egypt or something. And you know, I I I feel like I'm pretty objective when it comes to films to an extent. Like I can tell if I don't like something, that doesn't mean it's bad. Right. And and we we have sat through a lot. I mean, at our age, we've sat through a lot of shitty comic oh, yeah. book movies. Oh yeah, lot. <laughs> and a lot of shitty big budget films, and I, I gotta tell you, I'm just getting, I'm just getting fucking disheartened at this. Uh, oh, you know, I didn't like how that went, so it's a bad movie. Batman versus Superman is not a bad film. I, I will say that now, and I will prove it on a graph chart. I, I'll you know, give me a whiteboard. I will show you 
We reviewed it. It's not a bad fucking film. We reviewed it. I believe we gave it a yeah. nine on IMDb. Yeah. I, you know, you may like it. You may not like it. But what the fuck? I mean... <laughs> oh, worst picture. They've got Batman versus Superman. Right. Dirty Grandpa. Okay. Gods of Egypt. Uh, yep. Hillary's America, the secret history of the Democratic Party. Now, is that in there because that's a right-wing film? No, it's in there because the guy's a fucking shitty filmmaker. It's a doc. Uh, it's a documentary, by the way. Okay. Um, and I've, I've actually been looking for an excuse to see it. And oddly <laughs> enough, it's one of the ones Holly put her initials next to. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because she won't let me watch the news because she it angers her. Now she wants to watch this Hillary Hillary smear campaign. Oh, jeez. Um, Independence Day Resurgence, which I haven't seen yet, and Zoolander number two. Yeah, I, the only actually the only film I've seen on this list is Batman vs Superman. Same here. Now Holly, um, when I gave her the best picture list, she only marked Hacksaw Ridge. On the Razzies, she marked everything except Dirty Grandpa and Gods of Egypt. She wants to see four out of these six films, but oh, one. God. Uh, but one <laughs> <laughs> she actually wants to see Zoolander too. So okay. Yeah, so this is this is I, where I, I haven't seen Zoolander one. Me neither. Uh, now, worst actor, Ben Affleck. You know what? He was a great fucking Batman. I, I, you know, hey, he deserved it for like Giggly or uh, Daredevil. Right. Fine, that's great. It, it's Gerard Butler for Gods of Egypt. Okay. Uh, Henry Cavill. For uh, Batman, for Batman versus, Superman. versus Superman. And you know what? He gave the same performance he gave in Man of Steel. So, Man of Steel is, is considered a, a, a good film. The first good Superman film since the first Superman film. Exactly. And like, oh, it's too violent at the end. Fuck you. <laughs> Go watch the cartoons, you fucking prude. Um, and then they also have De Niro. And Dirty Grandpa. Uh, for Dirty Grandpa. Dinesh D'Souza as himself in I hate and I in Hillary's America. Is that the guy that directed it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the, and we've had this discussion. I hate I hate uh, documentaries where the director puts himself in the film and makes it about him too. This oh, fucker does it. Like, well, you, you know what's funny? It goes over to another line in the page uh, where I'm looking at it, and it just looks like the Democratic Party is nominated mm -hmm. for worst actor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I I think they deserve the nomination. Yeah. Uh, and Ben Stiller for Zoolander, Zoolander too. too. Okay. Uh, hey, worst actress, worst yeah, blah 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 blah. Supporting actress, who cares? Worst screen combo. You've got Ben Affleck and and um, Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. <sighs> nice pronouncing that right. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Cavill. You got it. Seen Cavill. Um, <laughs> any two Egyptian gods or mortals from Gods of Egypt? Oh. Okay. It's like and now I got to see the Gods of Egypt. It sounds bad. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp and his vomitously vibrant costume in Alice Through the Looking Glass. <laughs> okay. Entire cast, once respected actors and collateral beauty. Tyler Perry and that same old worn-out wig in Boo Medea Halloween. Okay. And Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson in Zoolander 2. All right. Um, I'm skipping Worst Director. All, more of the same. Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Okay. Batman vs. Superman. Hmm. Uh, Fifty Shades of Black. It's a parody film. It's supposed to be bad. Come on, guys. Lighten the fuck up a bit. <laughs> um, Independence Day Resurgence. Right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. I feel bad. I haven't even watched the first one yet. Me neither. 
Me you know, if I watch if I watch the second one, I gotta watch the first one. Of course, I gotta catch up. Uh, and then Zoolander two. And I, I and hear then, they're not that bad. Uh well, it's a kids again, kids film. Uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 willing to be flexible as long as it ain't Mac and me. I'm good. Uh, and then worst screenplay, Batman versus Superman. Right. Dirty Grandpa, Gods of Egypt, Hillary's America, and all the same ones from Best Picture. Yep. And then they and then they threw a Suicide Squad in there. With uh, on my thing, it has a little like diamond next to it, almost like they're picking that to be the winner. I don't know what that's a little diamond next to it means. Please tell me what was wrong with the Suicide Squad screenplay. I I didn't have a real problem with it. No, me neither. I I just. It got shit on for its soundtrack. It, I mean... What was wrong with the soundtrack? They're saying, oh, you know, it's like, you know, top 40 or, uh, you know, basically, you know, anything you'd hear on a classic rock station, but it just moves the picture. It's 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 picked well. It, it, this music... Oh, no. They they didn't use popular music? The modern music? Well, no, they what? did. They, you know, they were using songs from, like, Queen, and they, they were saying that... Oh, these songs, we've heard them a thousand times and they're using it in the film. It's like, you know, it, it, what is it, to sell a soundtrack? It's like, well, kind of. <laughs> Any movie that has a score and a soundtrack is to sell it. Wow, but... it, it's, gee. It, it, but that, it, fuck you. Just fuck you. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter if it's a song you've heard before. What matters is if it works in the film. And one of the things that got me excited about the film was the, the music they were using in the trailers because they even the trailers were cut great. Yeah. I, I I'm just this, this whole shitting on these DC films just to shit on them is really pissing me off. Yeah, well, it's the Razzies. It's what they fucking do. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it take it with some salt, whatever. But I, I just feel like they're they're not trying as hard. It's like they're not really. I mean. It's like it's like all they're picking is the biggest mainstream films. Say, so what what are the big films that we can shit on? Say, so, you know what? There's some small films you can shit on too. I, you know, I, but I, I know Oscars. Even uh, the Oscars has more, like, actually has more uh, diversity in their film picking as far as like low budget films or art house films than the Razzies does. Mm -hmm. So they're they're parodying something and they're actually doing a worse job. Yeah, I feel this year with the selection. Well, it's like it's almost like oh well we we didn't have a daredevil this year but let's let's just pick on Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it, it's just it's easy because rotten to all the critics uh, and reviewers they they gave it such a horrible score on Metacritic and uh, Rotten Tomatoes IMDb and it well actually IMDb now that I think about it I'm pretty sure it's got a really good score on IMDb. I want to say know, it's like seven. I, I guarantee you, if I brought up a list right now of all the comic book films from, you know, forget other mainstream films, all the comic book films from 2016, guarantee I could pick you out at least one or two worse ones, far worse ones sure. than Batman vs. Superman because I, I, none of the arguments against these films is even coherent to me. I just yeah. bother. I six, just 6.7 yeah. uh, on IMDb. Uh, it was as high as like 7.8, 7.9. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, it's got 445,000 votes. So, uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, you know what? On Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 28 or 30%, which is atrocious. This is more of a correct score for, I think, a lot of people 
uh, like a seven, you know, solid seven. We know it's better than that, but you know. <laughs> Gino just said that the best soundtrack is still uh, Wes Craven's Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sword. You are the stone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, but I, no you know, more, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're in a world where just the strong survive. <laughs> Dude, I, I keep meaning to make a, like an ultimate mixtape of all of the '80s action film ballads, like from Lethal Weapon. Right. Uh, um, oh, the one from fucking Over the Top. <laughs> <laughs> There's just, you know, it's like some. It's like I got to the point now. I never noticed. Like Cobra's got one. Oh yeah, sure. Like you don't know, but like, I don't remember these. And then like I go back and watch. Like hold on, I got to see if they have one at the, during the end credits. Oh shit, they do. <laughs> Which is interesting, uh, Cobra. <laughs> You would never know this unless I told you. That's my wife's favorite bad movie. <laughs> Loves fucking Cobra. If it's on, she has to watch it. I, I don't know I, why. You guys need to come over while we'll watch Cobra. Fucking A, right. Get get babysitters. We'll do it. We'll make it a night. We'll sleep over. <laughs> I, I Yes. Yeah, we, we, got a, we got a guest room and everything because we kicked out the older, older, older kid. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I kicked her out. She's in college, but we changed the locks. We're good. <laughs> uh, um, well, we'll definitely do that. I I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Uh, so that that's it for our wrap-up on the show, and we're going to end this and then immediately start our review of Hell, Hell or High, High Water. Water. Yeah, let's go ahead and... Uh... Our first, uh, And then after that, we'll be doing two Oscar films, an episode up until the actual Oscars. Uh, correct. Yeah, tonight we'll do one. they only give us one. a month to squeeze them in. I know, and there's nine this year. Last yeah. year we got lucky. There was only like, like seven. Mm -hmm. Oops, I fucked up the music. Uh, God damn it. Sorry, it's starting again. <laughs> I went to lower it, and then if you hit... Well, whatever. You don't need to know this shit. Um, so, again, as usual, thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic, episode 228. Uh, I've been meaning to tell you that because we're going to cram so many best pictures in, we'll have made up all the lost time from no November to the new year. Because <laughs> we'll have put like 11 episodes in like a month. So we'll make up all those episodes that we couldn't do. Because, uh, you know, we're fucking busy. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, download all the shows there. You can listen to the shows there as well. I have a, an audio player that you can do that with. And... If you want, which we highly recommend, you can tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Same bat time, same bat channel. And uh, listen to the show and watch it live with us. Uh, we have a chat room. You can join in the chat. We monitor that while we uh, do the show. We highly recommend it. Um, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything that we talk about on the show movie trailers, news, whatever it is we post there. Uh, we recommend you subscribing or liking. Uh, it'll help us out. You can go to our iTunes page and you can uh, download or listen to the show right there as well. If you're there, make sure you leave us a review. We always appreciate it. And uh, if you want to leave us an email, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com If you want to 
leave us some voicemail, which is now working again. It's 908-514-4470. Don't worry, Gina, we'll be playing your voicemail in the next episode. Uh, If you want, you can also download the free Android app, uh, which um, is 100% free, and everything I just mentioned is in it. Uh, There's also a mobile version of the website for all of you iPhone users. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, We have a Tumblr page out there. It's uh, moviesactastic.tumblr.com. Scott maintains that. Does a real good job. You should check it out. That's it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? No? What? Do you have any words of wisdom? Black gold! Black gold! Uh, I can't complain this year. 40 acres and a mule. I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> we can complain this year about something. We'll, well find it. I haven't heard any rumblings from anyone, including Will Smith's wife. So, Jada Pinkett Smith. She has not complained. I'm sure she's fine with uh oh, yeah. with how it went this year. Anyway, we will uh we'll talk to you real soon. Next week. Oh yeah. All right. Or in about five minutes. Yeah, but they don't need to know that. <laughs> anyway. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Five minutes. Five minutes.